What's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Living Athletics. This is your host, Lichfield Ajavon, and I have George Nyko with me today, uh, Rice starting safety and Rice's captain. What's up, George? Welcome to the show. What's going on? How you doing? I'm good, man. Uh, so, I mean, we I, I just want to I want to get straight to the point today, George. Um, I want to just find out, like, from you, uh, like, where is your family from, first of all? So my family is originally from South Sudan. Um, I was born in Beirut, Lebanon. Mm. Um, my parents both grew up in South Sudan. I have three uh, older sisters who were born in Egypt and a younger brother who was born in Houston, Texas. Hey, y'all all over the place. Yeah, yeah. So uh, why did y'all go from from South Sudan to all over? Um, so we... Uh, we came to the States because of the civil war going on mm. in South Sudan and things still aren't very good over there. And um, it was just a bad situation. And my parents wanted a, a better life for uh, me and my siblings. Mm-hmm. And so we came to the States because it was it was just not a good place right. for to raise kids. Yeah. And the U.S. is just a better country overall. And it provides a lot of opportunity for me and my siblings. Yeah, I mean, I would say, like, from my point, my family also well, kind of had to immigrate because of civil war in their country. So my uh, family originally came from uh, Liberia and Togo. Okay. Um, and they had to move all over the place during the civil war in Liberia. And I was born in, in Ghana. Okay. And then we came here uh, in 2007 uh, looking for better opportunities as well. Mm. And damn, looked like it was already written that our paths was going to be crossed anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's funny, man. Um, so, I mean, did you you always play football when you was a kid growing up? So growing up, the only games we played, what well, the only sports we played were soccer, uh, basketball, and track. Um, I was always a good runner, mm. and so track was kind of in my future, and so was soccer, because that's what we played back home, mm-hmm. and that's what we were big on back in South Sudan. Um, but I, it's funny how I came into football. I was probably in, like, second or first grade, maybe, and I saw these kids in the street playing yeah. with this, like, funny-shaped ball, yeah. <laughs> and I was kind of wondering what they were doing. Yeah. And so one day I just went out there and just started playing around with them. I didn't know what I was doing, and I was making a fool of myself pretty <laughs> much. But um, we started playing at school, and it was the same game with mm-hmm. the same ball. And so I had a really great mentor uh, at Coward Elementary, the elementary school I went to, Coach Boyer. Shout out Coach Boyer. Um, but he was a really good mentor. He pretty much taught me the game. And, um, yeah, I just kind of stumbled upon football, honestly. That's funny. Um, so, I kinda, I don't, I had something similar to that. Uh, I was on the basketball court. You talk about having hoop dreams. Yeah. Uh, first of all, I'm just say I suck at basketball. <laughs> so, it wasn't really, like, a dream that much for me. Yeah. But uh, I was just playing on the basketball court one summer. Uh, and there was a little league basketball, I mean, football team uh, practicing. And they were looking for people to join their team. Okay. And um, this coach came up to the basketball court. He goes, hey, man, you played football before? It's like, no, I don't even know what football is. <laughs> He's like, just come on and come try out. So the next day I go, I took the phone to my dad. He fills it out. He didn't want me to play anyway. He yeah. was, you know. But I go and I try out for the football team. And I started playing on the O-line. <laughs> so I went from playing O-line to tight end to running back to linebacker to 
every bro, everything. Kicker, yeah. punter, and then long story short, I'm here right now. But mm-hmm. kind of similar story to you, where it's like didn't really know about the sport, just wanted to try it out for fun, and then end up being a D1 college football player. Yeah, That's funny. But no, um, like why football though? Like what was about the sport that got you intrigued? Um, I think it was just something new and something I wouldn't. I had no experience in and something that I was um, drawn to at an early age. And so once I started to see how I could use like my athleticism mm-hmm. and like my speed and all that as a kid, I kind of knew that, well, I didn't know at first that it would turn into something like this mm-hmm. with being at Rice and everything. But I just knew that it was fun and I like to run. And so football is a lot of running, especially playing like defensive back or wide right. receiver. And that's what I kind of started out as, like, when I was really young. And so, <clears throat> um, yeah, I couldn't have seen it come into this just because um, it's not what it's not what we play back right. home. And so they kind of – there was a little uncertainty from our parents. And so we had to kind of not persuade them, but, like, show them that I have fun with doing this and I like and mm-hmm. love doing this. Yeah, so well, you say your parents didn't really – want you to play was it like the fear of getting hurt or just they didn't know what the game was about um i think you hit it on the head with them not knowing about it mm-hmm. and just the injury aspect of it because it's a really physical sport yeah. we both know that and so soccer is less physical and it's just more i wouldn't say more relaxed but less tense it's a lot more running uh, yeah a lot more running <laughs> and um yeah it's just the uncertainty of like injuries mm-hmm. and not knowing because, you know, just in general, like, people fear what they don't know. Yeah. So. Nah, so I want to kind of go back to, like, the whole running part of things. <laughs> I don't know if you remember, but was it yesterday or two days ago we were talking about conditioning? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and George said that if you run, a like, 10 gassers, it's just, like, another day in the lab, basically. Like, he could run without getting tired. It's, it's, it's in the mind. It's mental, huh? That's what you said? Yeah, this, it pretty much is mental. I mean, it's not like you have to memorize what's going on and yeah. do it in that order. It's not like 20 different things you have to memorize, 20 physical things you yeah. have to memorize. You just move your arms and legs, and if you got to make a cut, you get down in your cut and then explode. <laughs> no, when the lactic acid starts to build up, you don't feel it? I mean, I feel it, but I Jeez. Mean, you know you... Sh- it's going to happen regardless, so you might as well make the most of it. Nah, man. I don't know about that. But, no, nah, look, I want to get back. So, let's go back to, like, your early high school days, right? So, did you, you play football, obviously, in high school all four years? I did, yeah. Um, I didn't start playing organized football until seventh grade. So, mm-hmm. I played from seventh grade until now. Um, but, yeah, I've been playing since a kid, but since a kid since i was a kid for fun but organized in seventh grade okay and then throughout let's take me throughout like your whole high school like football career like like where did it start and when it started did you ever think to yourself that you was going to be here right now at rice so when i was a freshman in high school um i was on the freshman a team um i played safety um a little bit of like punter and kicker and everything mm, but trying to get on that little soccer excuse <laughs> yeah. but um i didn't i didn't really think about me playing college football mm. when i was a freshman in high school i was just playing just because i loved the game and it was fun um but my sophomore year came around and the 
spring, in the spring between my freshman and sophomore year, that's when the spots for varsity were kind of open and Mm -hmm. it was like position battles and everything. And so once I won the position, um, that's when the coaches start talking to me about like possibly playing division one college football. And then that was on my mind really heavy, um, trying to get to that level. But I didn't really take it serious. I was just more focused on the game itself. And so I started getting recruited by uh, schools like Rice and like Tulane. And um, yeah, I was just playing ball and trying to get more offers just like everyone else, you know, because everyone has their dream. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I ended up going to Rice and just... I, I committed really early on in mm. high school and stayed committed all through all the way throughout and it was just fun getting recruited and just like playing ball and yeah. like taking visits and seeing other schools and yeah. meeting other guys who have the same dream as you on like official visits and everything and it was it was really fun. Yeah, so you you Tulane, Rice and other schools like really good academic school. Uh but like why Rice though? Um I think you'll probably get the not the same answer from everyone, but it's pretty similar between like the academics and the athletics mm-hmm. aspect of um, being the best you can, doing the best you can in the classroom and on the field mm-hmm. and getting the best of both worlds and also just becoming a better person and becoming more well-rounded as well. Right. That's what's like similar thing to, I mean, like Notre Dame, Rice, very good academic school mm-hmm. and are all both playing D1 football. So it's kind of get the same answer for people that go to very like high academic achievement schools are always looking for this best of both worlds mm-hmm. uh, between like football and and academics. Uh, so which leads to my second question: um, Is there a bigger goal, a bigger dream at the end of the day, that, or was it just to get a chance to come to Rice and get a degree from Rice? So at first, it was just in high school. It was more about. Well, I had NFL dreams, but they weren't like serious dreams. Right. It was like a, it was really just a dream. <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't really a goal. But once I got to college and saw like the resources mm-hmm. to get to the NFL, I was like, oh, maybe I can make this happen yeah. and be uh, going to the NFL and having a uh, a long tenure in the NFL is the goal now. Yeah. It wasn't at first, but once I, like I said, re- saw the resources to get there, mm-hmm. then I was like, okay, it's more, it's going to be more about hard work and it's going to be all on me. And so going to the NFL is a dream and a goal of mine. And after that, um, I don't really have it planned out, <laughs> but I'm counting on myself and making it to the NFL and then going from there. So, I mean, like why NFL though? Like, like what do you, what do you see that NFL can do for you? Like moving forward um i think it'll be a big i mean i feel like i just want to be an inspiration to any young athletes and uh young uh, african athletes as well who may not play football to maybe try it out and see how it is and show them that they can do it because it is possible and also the nfl i want to go to the nfl because um I mean, it's. I love the game, and right. so playing at the highest level is what we want to do. We're doing it now in right. the, uh, at the highest level of college football, along with the academics. And so, um, it's 
it's the money. It's uh, being able to give back, um, things of that nature, and like going back home to South Sudan and teaching kids about football and um, giving back uh, not only financially but like building things like hospitals, schools, yeah. like training kids um, in football and things of that nature. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, that's kind of what it's all about, right? Yeah. Uh, the ability to to give back because. Nobody can ever tell you that they got to where they were like on their own. Like, yeah, everybody exactly. need a hand to get to where they are. Um, and giving back, paying it forward, that's one thing that I was always taught. That was the most important thing in life is mm-hmm. being able to pay it forward. Uh, and kind of like you, I have uh, the same aspirations to want to go back to Ghana. I want to go back to Liberia because I haven't been back since I came here. Yeah, me too. Uh, so, yeah, I wanted to go back and uh, be the spark for the next group of young kids that mm-hmm. uh, are in my position uh, encourage them and dare them to dream uh, a dream that people might think is impossible, mm-hmm. but people like you and myself now are making it possible. Exactly. You know, and and with the NFL, so the I don't know if you noticed, but the NFL had like a NFL Africa thing yeah, that they recently yeah, yeah. did, and so one of my teammates from Notre Dame that plays for the Browns now, Jeremiah mm-hmm. Wusukromoa, went back to Ghana. Uh, that's where they had the the camp and stuff. Mm-hmm. So he went back to help there, and then another kid that's from. Uh, from Liberia, uh, Quiddy Pay, he went to Michigan, he plays mm-hmm. D-line. He got drafted last year. He also went back to Ghana too. So those are two people that I'm like, okay, they're both from countries that I associate myself with. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're going back to help out and again, bring football to uh, Africa, to specifically Ghana and other surrounding countries. Mm-hmm. Uh, but again, to be that spark, you know, to help the next generation to move forward yes, sir. so yeah that's that's cool like i mean more i think more people should try to to do things like that mm-hmm. but i want to backtrack a little bit to when you uh first when you got to rice right i want to talk about your development from your freshman year at rice to where you are now possibly a captain you know in this coming season like how did you how how did you see that track how was that track for you so my freshman year, well, when I first got to Rice, I didn't have a, I honestly didn't have a chance on playing, of playing on defense, and so I just kind of, I was young and I was open to anything mm-hmm. really, and so I just took the coaching points between like meetings and like getting on a bus as a freshman and things of that nature. So I, I got on the bus on special teams and um, I played in special, I played on special teams in every in all 13 games mm-hmm. my freshman year. And, um, yeah, that was – I didn't – I honestly didn't. <laughs> I honestly wasn't worried about defense, yeah. to be honest, mm-hmm. just because I was a special teamer. And that's what I prided myself on my freshman year. And so my focus was just being the best that I could on special teams, right. and that was what I prided myself on. And so when my sophomore year came around, uh, the new staff came in, Coach Bloom's staff yep. came in. And so everything was open, everything was new. And so it was about guys who remained on the roster trying to impress the coaching staff because it was a new staff and mm-hmm. it was pretty much no nonsense. Right. And so if you weren't live if you weren't up to the standard, then you were getting the boot. And so I was pretty good with like standards and everything. And so with the new staff I just tried my best to be what they expected us to be in right. more. And so my sophomore year, I started uh, every game. Um, I played a lot. And um, 
Yeah, what what was the question again? <laughs> <laughs> Just talking about like your 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 trajectory from okay. your freshman year to now. Okay, and so it wasn't a really good season my sophomore year. It was the first year, mm -hmm. and um, it's always kind of hard with the first year staff and everything. Right. And so my junior year came around. That was a that season was a struggle too. We started off zero and nine, but bounced back and won the last three straight. And so that was also tough. Um, and each each season I tried to build as much as I could. Um, but twenty twenty came around, and I injured my shoulder during mm -hmm. fall camp. But um, we didn't start fall camp until October. Right. And so that was kind of unfortunate for me. And I sat out that entire year with the shoulder injury that I'm still kind of dealing with now. Mm -hmm. um, so it was kind of tough just watching from the sidelines, you know, not being able to contribute on the field, but still be able to contribute vocally and right. doing what I could, like on the sidelines, getting guys going. And then 2021 came around. And so, you know, with the COVID year, right. everyone got an extra year. Well, the year didn't count against us. And so I was able to come back in 2021. And so I played the first five games and had a solid first five games. But I ended up having to get knee surgery because of injury. And so I was out the next seven games. And so I was out for that season, too. And so it was kind of tough for me just because, like, that was my last guaranteed season. Right. But luckily, the staff at Rice, which I, I'm really grateful for, um, got me another year through the NCAA. And so now 2020 is going to be my last year. Right. And so it's just, I've been trying to build on each season. And so now it's time to put it all together. Right. Everything I've learned from the old staff to this staff and, like, the expectations of the goals that we have, the expectations and goals that we have for this team and for myself are definitely reachable. And so now it's time to go get it. Yeah, definitely, man. We got all the way, bro. Yes, like, it's nothing – less is acceptable right yes sir uh but now nah, let's uh let's let's go back to uh you talk like what was the fundamental difference between like the the teams of old that you was with and the new team like with the new coaching staff and all that so the i'll, t I'll start with the team first the biggest difference between the teams i've been on before and the teams now is we're much much tighter mm -hmm. and so that's in a testament and a testament to us right. as players and also the staff as well um, just having our guys see the same vision is really important because if we all have the same vision and we're all working towards the same thing, yeah. then that's when guys are going to be tighter. That's when guys are going to hold each other accountable. That's when guys are going to push each other to be the best versions of themselves. And so the talent level is also right. a big difference. Yeah, this team really, is really talented from the young guys coming in to the older guys. Um, it's much more talented. And I would say that we trust each other a lot more. Um, and we, we just love each other a lot more. And we respect each other a lot more. Um, and I'd say that some of the biggest differences between the staffs are um, just from top down, like the accountability aspect, the expectations, the, the no-nonsense, the the kind of do a right, do a light, or mm. do a wrong, do a, do a wrong, do a long yeah. type mentality. And just attacking each day um, of whatever it is, meetings, practice, the lift, the run, anything that you have to do, and just just doing the right thing. Honestly. Yeah. I mean, I, I and just for me being here for this short amount of time, I would say you can see that trickle down effect from the top guys, the coaches, and all that coming down to like the captains and leaders like yourself. Uh, 
and that being passed down to the freshmen that are coming in, you know, holding them accountable for the, what they're doing and their actions, mm-hmm. and uh, just being there, being a presence that that uh, that everybody can see, right? Because I mean, when I first got there, like you guys didn't have no business talking to me or whatever the case is, right? You know, but like I was so, um, like you or Gabe, what hey, you want to go watch film. Or when we get done, like uh, running outside, gave us like, oh, let's go do one on one with the receivers, mm-hmm. uh, and then hold. And the freshmen would be do the same thing too. So I came in there and I was like embraced right away, you know. Um, so when you so when you said like, oh, the team wasn't really close in a sense at first, I'm like, I would have never been able to tell, mm-hmm. you know, from walking in right now exactly. to see that the team wasn't close because that's how I see it now. It It doesn't matter like, oh who is coming for whose job. It's a single goal that everybody wants to achieve. Mm-hmm. And whatever it takes to get there, uh, you're going to get there. Do you agree with that? I definitely agree. And something else I add on is that um, the older guys, the older guys now really take care of the younger guys. Mm-hmm. And I try to guide them in the right direction and show them, like, from my past experiences, what could or couldn't work and what they should or shouldn't do. Um, but I mean, it's all up to them at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. But you know, it's up to us to give them the guidance because they're young, they're new, they don't, they haven't really experienced everything. Right. They don't, they may not know like uh, how to handle certain situations and bounce back from adversity and things of that right. nature. So it's all up to the older guys to help the younger guys out so they can carry on and pass it on to the right. next uh, generation of young guys. And through that, you've also seen yourself grow. Like, exactly. you know, tremendously, right? Um, but uh, before we move forward, like, I want to uh, ask you, like, do, like, a personal check-in with you, man. Um, I want to check in and see how's your mental health doing, you know, how's your family, and how's football? Um, regarding my mental health, I'd say it's it's in a good place mm-hmm. right now. Um, I've just been working out and pretty much um, just preparing myself for the season and kind of kicking back whenever I can. Um, outside of like the work aspect of it but um, yeah I'm, I'm in a really good place right now and I'm just excited for the season yeah uh, my family's uh, doing really good um, my sister my oldest sister is getting married this October in Australia and so, oh shoot yeah and so that's Jeez. something to look forward to yeah um, my mom and dad are doing good they're just working and at home chilling whenever Mm -hmm. just spending time with us uh the rest of my siblings are handling work and everything like that and pretty much just staying out of trouble going on vacations things of that nature this was in-house football and football's going really good um i think the team's in a really good place right now i think the culture is really positive and optimistic about the season Mm -hmm. and about workouts going on right now and looking forward to fall camp and um yeah i think we're all just excited to get started and start winning and we're going to get to fall camp soon enough, right? Yes, sir. Uh, but, I mean, you talked about uh, some adversities that you had to, that you encountered that you had to overcome uh, during your time at Rice so far. You know, from your shoulder to your knee last year, um, having to have surgery and sit out and all of that. Uh, like, how were you able to deal with that, though? Um, so, with the shoulder, honestly, I was in a really, a really, dark place Mm. honestly and it was really difficult because I felt like I would have been a big difference maker in that season and not being able to play after playing the first 
30-some games mm-hmm. in my career, it was really tough to sit out and not be able to play. And even with the shoulder injury, just like um, dealing with that because uh, when it first happened, I couldn't even hold my arm up Jeez. for like five seconds. Yeah. Like it was really difficult just like physically mm-hmm. and, you know, like – when you have a healthy body, you sometimes take that for granted. Right. But when you're not able to do something, you you really it really gets to mm-hmm. you. And so just trying to bounce back from that, it was really difficult. Um, but I had a really good support system in the facility. I had really helpful teammates, um, motivating teammates, the coaches, uh, even the athletic training staff was really helpful in getting me back to where I need to be. But it was really difficult, like mentally, just – trying to stay positive and keep going because it wasn't easy. Right. It honestly wasn't. Um, and regarding the knee injury, it was that was even more difficult. Well, not even more difficult, but it was more frustrating mm-hmm. just because it already happened. And so when it happened, when I seen the injury right. happen again, it was really difficult to, to just – keep going every day just because I had already went through it and it was kind of like a why me attitude but um, I'm thankful that uh, Rice was able to get me another season through the NCAA Um, but yeah it was just an unfortunate like injury to me and um, yeah it was really out of my control and it was hard to deal with yeah so you talked about man like you you having this another chance to play the sport that you love, right? Um, and with that, like you knowing that you have to make the most of it, because like you, it could be taken away at any time, mm-hmm. right? But with that, you have it's a lot of lasts for you right now. It's your last fall camp. It's gonna be your last season. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be your last conditioning is coming up pretty soon. Yeah. Like, like what does it mean, and how are you handling like your last in college football? It means it really means everything, and I'm pretty much handling like handling it like it's it's fragile, like it's an egg, and if it cracks, then that's it. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty much just handling, I'll help you put it back together. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I'm just handling it like it's really my last because it is, mm-hmm. and that I'm treating it with the respect and uh, determination that it deserves because. Everything that I've learned so far has led up to this moment. Mm-hmm. And so I'm using everything I've learned and everything I've been through as motivation and a reminder that to not take it, not only not take it for granted, but that it's time to make the most of it and make it the best one that I've had so right. far. And um, so, I mean, we talked on earlier that you want now the NFL is a dream, right? Uh, like, who would you say you from the NFL that you model your game after? Um, I would probably say A.D. Jackson. Mm. Yes, sir. Why so? Um, I'm watching his game. He plays a lot of high and like a lot of high safety in their single cover, mm-hmm. their single looks. And I do that, uh, as well. Um, and he, he is a ball hawk. He finds a way to get to the ball. He's a good tackler. He's a good communicator, which we all have to be right. as a safety. Um, but yeah, I feel like I, I feel like I'm a, not a mirror image of him, but like that's who 
I guess my game looks like the most right. in the NFL. Okay. Um, so I want to go back to fall camp and all of that, right? Like, what do you like the most and what do you hate the most about fall camp? <laughs> um, so I'll, I'll, I'll just make a list. <laughs> oh, it's a lot. So, I mean, some of the things that I like about fall camp is just grinding with my brothers mm-hmm. and, like, being around my brothers and being able to laugh and, like, sweat and grind mm-hmm. with my brothers. I really enjoy that part and, like, making plays and being on the field and getting better and preparing for the season. I like that. And just like the camaraderie that yeah. fall camp creates. Um, some of the things I don't <laughs> like about it is um, honestly waking up in the morning <laughs> and um, just being there all day. It's not yeah. not the best thing, but um, it's more quality time with right. your boys, which I can always see that and enjoy that. Um the heat and the weather and being in Houston, Texas during August. No not, bueno. <laughs> not the best. Um, but yeah, I think those are probably the biggest thing that mm. bothered me. Yeah, but I guess at the end of the day, it's still fun for you. And oh, like yeah. you're just making the most of it, like you said. Uh, so on this on this, this journey of uh, your last, right? In your last college football season, like what are you looking forward to the most? I'm looking forward to playing all the way through December, mm-hmm. as long as it takes. Um, that includes a bowl game and a conference championship. That's what. That's all we've been. That's all I've been thinking about the last five seasons, and that's all that's mattered to me is winning first of all and winning big. Mm-hmm. And so I've never played through December. I haven't. I haven't even gotten to 500. Right. And so that's. Well, as a player and right. as a team. And so that's pretty much the biggest thing, and that's what we're working towards. And so some of the biggest things that will get us there is accountability and our leaders being leaders mm-hmm. and people following those leaders because we have those leaders for a reason. Right. They know what to do. They know how to get us out of tough situations. And so just following their lead and just pushing our leaders because when our I don't want to say followers, but when our leaders are getting pushed, then they're going to bring everyone else along. Right. Um, Staying healthy is going to be really important, especially for me Mm -hmm. um, missing the last two seasons, um, missing most of the last two seasons. um, And just executing when it comes down to it. Um, I know we struggle finishing late in the finishing in the fourth quarter. And so when we learn to do that and we we will learn to do that, Mm -hmm. that's when we're really going to start taking flight. Um, and I think, uh, one thing that I really looking for, really look forward to is just watching us grow as the season progresses right. and just the plays that will be made because we do have some ball players and I can't wait to see us go crazy. Yeah, for sure. Um, what is like, what game specifically are you looking forward to playing in? Um, honestly, I just look forward to the next game, but I think. The biggest, the biggest, I don't want to say the biggest game because they're all important, right. but uh, the USC game, mm-hmm. I'm really looking forward to. Um, they've got a lot of star power. They've got the the former Belenikov winner. They've right. got a really good quarterback. Um, they've got a really good coach who likes to light up the scoreboard. And so I just look forward to the matchup mm-hmm. of seeing our 
our dogs go at it with their dogs. Mm. And so just let it be the best man and the best player win. And so I just look forward to going toe-to-toe with them. Southern Cal, baby. Yes, sir. Let's get it yes, done. Um, nah, man. So, I mean, like, what's in store? Like, what should, should Rice fans, like, look forward to? One, from George, and two, from Rice football in general. Um, I would say Rice should look forward to, Rice fans should look forward to George making the plays, making better plays and making the plays he should have made. Mm-hmm. Um, I know there are a couple of times where, um, in cover three where I was in middle high safety where they would throw like seam balls mm-hmm. down the seam where it was either where it was a big hit but I didn't play my proper technique and right. my technique was either slow or sloppy where it should have been a pick mm-hmm. because I saw it coming right. and so I made the hit instead of the pick and so now turning those hits into picks they should mm-hmm. look forward to that for me mm-hmm. um, uh, also like better tackling for me just like in space mm-hmm. and like making game-changing plays, especially in the fourth quarter when it really matters. Um, but I think Rice fans should really look forward to Rice football uh, making it happen this mm-hmm. year. And it's been a it's been a difficult last five seasons. And so I just – I want them to be excited, just exci- exci- as excited <laughs> as I am because we're, we're going to make it happen this year yeah, for sure. For sure. So, I mean, all right, so you, you brought this up. You talked about picked – Versus hits, right? Like for me, I would say I I want to like hit somebody. Like I want to make you like not want to come back on that field anymore, right? Yes, sir. But I want like for you to say it again, man. What is more important, getting picks or getting hits? <laughs> Honestly, there it depends on the safety. I mean, some of us, some of us will take either or. I'm taking the hits, bro. <laughs> like you, you're taking the hit. Yes. Um, uh, a couple guys on our roster would take the hit. TC is gonna yeah. take the hit. Yeah. Um, Kirk probably take the pick. Gabe will probably take both. Yeah. I'll probably take both. Um, Josh will probably take the pick. Mm-hmm. Marcus, I said, will take the hit. <laughs> um, and some of the younger guys I haven't gotten to see just yeah. yet, but I know that. Uh, I know, I know they'll take the hit when it comes, but if they get their hands on the ball, yeah. they're taking the pick. Man, so I want to like, I want to hit you, make you fumble, and then pick it up and go score. You can do that that's too. The, that's 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 <laughs> it right there for you, yeah. man. <laughs> I'm not, no, nah, I'm not trying to get. You know, picks are good, but I'm saying like hits are like, come on. <laughs> you, you don't want you don't want the ball. I'm, I'm gonna get the ball from the ground. I make. I want you to fear me first. No, no pick six. Oh, that's gonna come too, but. You know what I'm saying, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. but nah, man. Look, uh, like this time, like let's let's drop some jewels, some gems on the on some youngins right now, right? Like, what is George's jewel of the day? Um, I can't give you just one. I gotta give you multiple. Hit me um, with it. But I think one thing I've learned through life in general is just making the most of your situation. Mm-hmm. Um. And to keep going and keep fighting a good fight, um, there's always light at the end of the tunnel. And um, just keeping the positivity and making, seeing the most out of every situation because um, even what I've learned through right, being at Rice is that um, the good will always outweigh the bad. Of course. It'll always outweigh the bad. Um, even through injury, through adversity, through um, difficult losses and things of that nature, um, just learn, learn from it and just keep moving forward and always keep fighting. Yeah, man. Uh, man, you said some great things. And, some, you know, you say you want to give, like, a laundry list of things. And sometimes people might say, oh, 
I've heard that stuff before. It's cliche, but it's cliche for a reason because yeah. it's true and it, it works and it, it happens. You know, um, literally, there's always light at the end of the tunnel mm-hmm. because there you you went through some dark times yeah. and look at where you are now. You know, from from a kid to even when you started playing football and when you got to college with having to leave your home and having to get injured and not play, but still being a good person, a leader, you know, and pushing others to be great. You know, that's that's greatness right there. And like I said, we need more. Uh, so definitely that was that was a gem right there uh, from George himself. Man, hey, and we're wrapping up like with that, we're wrapping up another episode. Man, George, thank you so much for stopping by. Appreciate you, know, you having me, bro. Great talking with you. And definitely we're gonna be back again for more episodes, right? <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Yes, so after you get that that first pick or that first hit, yes, sir. coming back for another episode to talk about it. Definitely after that USC dub. Oh yeah. <laughs> yes, I mean, appreciate you, bro. Yes, thank yeah, you. Of course, man.